This is the Glow Up, where you get to become hotter, smarter, and more filled with self-love than ever before with your host, Amanda Mack. Hello, beautiful loves. Welcome to the Glow Up. This episode seven is such an important episode for so many of us, not just for women, but everyone who has been impacted by a narcissistic personality or experienced a toxic friendship or relationship or a toxic individual in the workplace. The impact that these situations can have on us is profound and it can actually cause a large amount of trauma, which can be experienced long-term and affect future relationships as well as your current life. So we're talking about behaviors like gaslighting, love bombing, the withdrawal of affection, lashing out um, if that person's needs are not met or they feel like you are threatening their power, um, obsessive control, needing to know everything that you're doing, every message that you send, every email, every phone call, every movement, as well as behaviors such as asking you to do something. And then after you've done exactly what they asked, as you asked you to do it, telling you that you've done it incorrectly. These are all abusive tendencies, which can appear in these relationships, and they can be just as damaging as physical abuse. So this episode is all about knowing within yourself what is right, what you should be willing to tolerate, and how you can handle these situations, and then when it's time to pull the pin and just walk away. So let's get started. So some people will tell you that the word narcissist is overused. Honestly, I disagree. I think that it's useful to have a descriptor for a pattern of behaviors seen in a number of personality disorders that we are more and more realizing are prevalent in our society. So while the actual diagnosis of these individuals is a very separate issue and one that is the responsibility of only a trained professional, only a trained psychologist or psychiatrist, um, so there are specific terms there and specific diagnosis there. That is not our job to do that. What it is our job to do is to recognize these unhealthy behaviors and these unhealthy breaches of our boundaries and to know how we can handle these ourselves and know how we can behave around these behaviors, knowing that they're not healthy, they're not okay, and that you as an individual do not need to be tolerate being treated in this way. Okay, so I want there to be a very strong distinction there that this is not about diagnosing anyone. This is not about putting a label on anyone. That is not our responsibility. Our only responsibility is to ourself. Okay, so but for a little bit of a background so that we are all on the same page with the sort of behaviors that we're talking about, the DSM-5, which is essentially the big book of all of the diagnoses that psychologists or psychiatrists can make. Um, it's got them all categorized and the different signs of them and like the point that it becomes a diagnosis. So that outlines 10 behaviors that are listed to characterize a narcissist. So a narcissist is one of like several personality types that can display in this way. So some of the main um, ones out of this 10 that I personally have seen as immediate red flags when I've encountered these personality types has been a grandiose sense of self-importance, um, requiring excessive admiration having a sense of entitlement, um, being exploitive in interpersonal relationships, lacking empathy, arrogance, or haughtiness. 
So quite often, these people are very charming. They're very adept at getting someone to like them right away, and they will engage in love bombing behaviors um, and are extremely skilled at manipulating people that they need on their side to appear how they want to be seen. But if you cross these people or you get in the way of what they want or their success, even if that wasn't their, even if that wasn't your intention, it's just the way that they perceive that, you will see a switch flip in them and see an instant immediate change in their personality. Okay. So it may not uh, be in terms of like their business success or like, um, traditional ways of defining success. If you step on their toes and, um, say, their friends out of that situation where you've stepped on their toes might see them in a negative light that can set them off too. So this can look like flying into a rage. So whether this is violent or verbal, um, in this moment, the mask of that person will completely come off. So that mask of being nice and flossy and, um, uh, just this beautiful magnetic person that everyone loves that will come off and they will do or say anything, anything to make you feel small and dominate you. I personally have experienced this quite severely in a past relationship. Um, the situation for me was I had my name yelled at me over and over and over again because I wouldn't do what this person wanted. This was to make me feel small. It was to dominate me. It was so that I um, I couldn't even like hear my own voice when I was trying to explain myself and talk to this person and calm them down. Um, it was just a, a barrage of like yelling at me to try and get me to shut down. Okay. So this can be very traumatic and damaging. It, it definitely was for me. I know for a long time, I used to flinch when a male said my name. I couldn't hear someone call me Amanda because it had created such a strong trauma response. So quite often when this happens and the narcissist loses their control, they will not apologize, but rather they'll deny that it ever happened. They'll make you feel like you were the one who did the wrong thing and that you should apologize. And this crazy making behavior is something called gaslighting and it is a form of abuse. It can also look like cutting you out, um, trying to like cutting you out from like a, cutting you off from a group of friends, cutting you out from a social situation, cutting you off from your family, and then trying to leverage the people around you against you. So um, this could be contacting your family members, your boss, your friends to tell them what a horrible person you are, the things that you've done wrong to paint you in the worst light possible. Um, sometimes these people will even like make up false evidence. So like use apps to create like message streams that didn't happen and distribute these, making it look like you've said or done a lot of things and make you look bad. Um, this can be very isolating and can damage your trust in your support network and can also be extremely damaging to um, like you as a person. So if um, and only if these people reach out to you, then um, you should explain your situation and explain what's happened in the most cool, calm and collected way. Knowing that not everyone will believe you and that's okay. That is okay. You don't need to prove yourself or your experience to anyone. I understand that it is very hurtful and it is very traumatic to go through this. Um, and it is, it is a very difficult thing to go through and knowing that, um, your reputation and your, uh, yourself has been damaged, um, and what people think of you has been damaged by someone else and you haven't done anything to cause that is very hurtful. And it is, um, 
it does crush you quite a lot inside, particularly if you are a good person who does work very hard to maintain their friendships and to look after themselves. Okay, so this can feel so isolating. And particularly if the person who's behaving in this way um, has access to your family and to your support networks. Um, But just know that you don't need to prove yourself to anyone. I can promise you that any attempts to reason with or explain your position to this person or to show them that you were in the right will only escalate the situation. So whoever the destructive person that you're dealing with is, you just need to chill on that front and just let them do their thing and you need to hold yourself in your power. So this is just a small introduction into the types of behavior that you may have experienced from these types of personalities. I genuinely hope that it is validating for you to know that these behaviors are not right, that they are abusive, that they are destructive, and they are an enormous breach of your personal boundaries. If you are or you ever have been experiencing these behaviors, in an intimate relationship, so with a boyfriend or with a partner, I have attached some resources in the show notes for you um, if you need help and you feel like you need to reach out to someone. And I'd also like to recommend to absolutely everyone, there is this amazing book by Jess Hill, um, which is called See What You Made Me Do. And I think it's been made into a um, TV series as well, but I highly recommend the book. I haven't watched the TV series. Um, It's commended by lawyers who work in this space um, and in the family violence space for giving like a really honest and transparent viewpoint on these behavior in intimate relationships. All right, back to it. So we know what the behaviors are. We know they aren't right. What can we personally do about them? So firstly, if you're in a situation like this, you need to put your mental and physical safety first. If you're in a situation that you feel will become violent towards you or towards someone that you care about, then you need to get out. There are no ifs or buts. This behavior does not get better. It will just escalate over time. There is no, if I just be a better wife, girlfriend, friend, a daughter, stepdaughter, whatever, Um, that maybe they'll go back to how they were when they first met me. That's not going to happen. I'm really sorry to burst your bubble, but that person that you first met does not exist. That person that you met was the mask that we were talking about earlier that is used to get their way. I'm sorry, but you were manipulated. And now this, what you are seeing right now, this experience that you're going through, this is the real them. Okay, and you need to internalize that and recognize that and know that that's not something that you did wrong. You were manipulated. It's okay, but you need to put your physical and mental safety first. Secondly, if you need to continue to deal with this person on an ongoing basis, such as it's a family member, it's a colleague, it's a boss, it's a co-parent, the best strategy possible is just to minimize your contact. So that can mean that um, just have communication only through email. It can mean avoiding being in any situation that's one-on-one with that person. This is for your safety, but if violence isn't involved, it's also for your sanity. The way that you should interact with this person should be completely no no emotion. Like you need to shut the emotion down. They do not need to know the details of your life. They do not need to know how you feel, what is going on with you. No matter how hard they turn on the charm, you need to be strong and you need to only give them the facts that are in need to know. So the emotion just needs to be totally removed become boring. No matter how angry or frustrated or unheard you are, no matter how fantastic and special and sparkly and wonderful you are, because I know that you are, 
This person doesn't need to know about it. The safest place for you to be right now is to be boring, okay? Um, it's just not... This isn't the person who is going to respond well to you shining a light brightly. It will not get the outcome you want and anything you share has the potential to be used against you. So you need to protect yourself first. Lastly, you need to know when to walk away. If this is a friend and you fear upsetting them so that you're just putting up with it, it's got to go. You can't be keeping friends like that in your life. That is not a friend. That is someone who is using you to get their own way. Okay. And you need to then look at that relationship and you need to look at what you've learned from it and then work on your personal boundaries so that you don't allow yourself to end up in that situation again. If this is a family member, the same thing goes. Um, If it's within an organization, like a job, then you need to start looking at an exit plan, either from the organization or potentially just to another team. Um, keeping records of the situation in all cases is extremely helpful. If it's for work, this can actually help enormously if your reputation is being damaged in the workplace um, through no fault of your own. Keep records of everything, have everything in writing, um, make sure that you've got like a separate log on, on a personal system so that you do have a backup of all of these um, interactions that have happened, that if it comes down to it, you'll be able to share with HR, to have a discussion with your boss. If your boss is not this person, don't share it with that person. Um, and to be able to work through it in a non-emotional, completely fact-driven, this is what has happened to me, this is what I'm going through, here is all of the evidence that backs it up and corroborates it. I'm not being dramatic. This is literally what is going on kind of way. Okay. Um, there's in, in, in these things, if it's for personal relationships, then also looking back, um, on these notes and having a look at when, uh, like what actually happened in the situation when gaslighting starts can really assist you in staying sane. Um, That's a technique that I've used myself um, when in the thick of it and being able to have those notes there to go back to know, okay, no, that's not what happened. I do actually have a log of uh, on this time at this day, this happened. Um, I've got that evidence there. There is no need to shove that in the face of the other person and try and prove them wrong because they're not going to listen. They're not going to change. They're not interested, to be honest. All they're interested in is being right and being in charge. And if you're in the way of that, they're going to keep bulldozing you. So I think it's really important for you to know at this point that you didn't do anything wrong to end up in this situation. This is not your fault. This happens to good people all the time. People who are trusting and sometimes are not aware or do not see the red flags at the start of the relationship or friendship. It's not your fault. But what you do from here is your responsibility. So making the right decisions to protect yourself, um, becoming the grey rock, Uh, looking after your interests, looking after your reputation, looking after your mental health and not engaging with this person. Um, That is your responsibility. There's, I've seen women before in online forums, and this really gets my goat, where they'll post anonymously in an online forum, like on a Facebook group or something. And they'll be like, hey girls, do you think that this situation is okay? This is the, um, this is what's going on, rah, 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 which is fine to do that. It's fine to ask advice from um, like in a confidential way from a group of other women so that you can get a consensus of whether you're crazy or not. But then where they've gone wrong is they've taken screenshots of the post and of people's replies and they've sent it back to the narcissistic person um, to try and prove that they're right and try and get their way. 
That is not on. Do not engage in that at all. Firstly, you're putting other people at risk if you do that. Um, you're putting the people who replied in that uh, in in that conversation at risk. And secondly, that's that's insane. Like you're not going to change that person's opinion. You're not going to change the way that they're acting. Okay. Um. So you need to like stand in your power and stand in your power responsibly in a way that you're able to separate yourself from the situation or remove your need to be right. Safe is better than right at this point in time. So therapy is also an incredibly helpful tool. Um, it's not shameful to go to therapy. It's, it's wonderful. It's something that is really useful and can help guide you through the, the right decisions to make in these circumstances. Time away from the person and the situation is also incredibly healing. The trauma response created by narcissistic rage can affect you for years. So it's really, really important to get support in your own way, like in a way that suits you to be able to heal from it. So maybe that's not traditional therapy. Maybe that's like Reiki or some form of soul healing, or maybe it's breath work. Maybe there's something there that can help you heal from this and can help you work through those emotions and carry you through in a way that is good for you. Okay. Then from that place of healing, then your radar is going to be more accurate in future. You're going to be able to see these personality types a mile away after you've experienced this and been in the weeds. You will know to trust your intuition, to keep your distance and to implement the gray rock early. If these people see you as boring enough, you will not be a threat to their power anymore and they will leave you alone. Okay. So please, please know that I'm in no way telling you to play small either. So we do not shrink in the face of people like this. We hold our power. We protect our mental health. We shine bright a healthy distance away from anyone who wants to tear us down. This is not about becoming smaller to protect their interest and protect their happiness. It's about moving yourself arm's length away so that you can shine brighter and not have to deal with being treated that way. Your energy what you have to give the world and who you are as a person is worth so much more than being a martyr to a battle that you are honestly not going to win. Someone with no um, empathy, someone with no motives uh, that are from a good place, someone who's in a position of, I just need to dominate and I just have an unrelenting like need to control is not going to see reason. So you need to separate yourself. Um, you need to decide that you have no time and no availability for that behavior in your life and start choosing something different. Things will eventually return to normal. You will feel the ground beneath your feet again after you're away from this crazy behavior. I want you to know that your experience is valid, that you do deserve better. You, you do deserve to have relationships, to have friendships, to have colleagues where you are supported, where you are listened to, where you're respected and where you are cared for. This sort of relationship, if you're finding yourself in them continuously, then maybe it's time that you need to do some of the deep work on yourself and you need to start asking, what is it that I'm doing? What is it that I'm allowing into my life? Um, what is it that I need to heal? that is bringing these people in and putting me in a position where I feel it's okay for them to be in my space. So I think that's all I've got to say on that. If, if you are ready to reclaim some of your personal power, 
Um, my eight-week program, the eight-week total overhaul, which you've all heard me talk about before, it's absolutely amazing program that's totally designed around self-sabotage. Sometimes self-sabotage can play out in allowing toxic relationships into our life. Um, so this program, it has actually been really transformative to a number of women who have left relationships like the ones that I've been describing, who have gotten themselves back on track cut out their sabotaging behaviors that sometimes we engage in. Okay. So that program, I would absolutely hundred percent recommend to anyone who is finding that they are ending up in these situations again and again and again. It is exactly the methods that I use personally to heal from this sort of relationship, to heal from a relationship with a narcissist that had me absolutely destroyed, completely soul destroyed, shell of a person. I had put on an absolute ton of weight, had no self-worth left. This is the exact method that I used to build myself up. Okay. So the program, it's currently 579 for the eight week program. There's a link in the show notes, but on the 31st of December at midnight, it is going up by $200 along with a rise in all of my prices across all of my programs. So if you want in at that lower rate, now is the time, babe jump on the link in the show notes. I would love to have you in there. If you have any questions, then you can DM me on Instagram. It's at, it's at, it's (laughs) at, it's underscore Amanda Mac on Instagram or at the glow up dot pod on Instagram. Um, me on my team will reply to you on either account. So I'm sending you all of the love and all of the light from the bottom of my heart. I love you. You are worthy. You are good enough. You don't need to put up with this sort of behavior. And I'm going to talk to you soon. I love you. Goodbye.